episode. Who knows? I'm really excited, dude. Why? Well, I mean, you know, we, we, we've been talking about like part of the great part about having the podcast studio in the house is that mm-hmm. when we want to, we just jump in the room. We call our producer, Rick. And we do this thing. Say, Rick, are you ready? And, and you know, this was, and, and to be honest with you, like, I, I love podcasting with you. I enjoy it. And, and I kind of like, I'm like, oh man, I got to wait till next week to sit down and have the podcast. But mm-hmm. because of my schedule, we're not going to be able to film next week. So we were like, okay, well, let's just call producer Rick and see if. Do you really enjoy podcasting with me? Or are you just being sweet? What do you want? No, I do. And, and, and I'm laughing. <laughs> Because I saw the little move, the little, <laughs> the little, the, the, the tuck in the fat and the, the, little, the high mom wasted jeans. The little, the little shimmy that uh-huh. you did, like you were, <laughs> dude. You guys didn't even see her like squatting in here, like doing the splits, like trying to stretch I was those. Not t- doing the splits because I would have split my. What? Well, no, but you were throwing your leg out to the side, like I, was, I had to. I just washed these jeans, and you know how when you first put on a pair of jeans, they're like they're a little snugger. I had to like loosen them up. Oh no, no, no. Up my jeans bit. don't fit right till day three. Okay, so I got to wear them three days in a row. So you should understand. I had to loosen no, them I'm, up a little bit. I'm not so I got mad. Some, so I got some wiggle room for my extra jiggle. <laughs> and then I was laughing because Rick's like, "Wow, that's a lot of white." <laughs> And I'm like, dude, did you just tell me that my wife has a huge ass? I was going to say, Rick is usually a little more tactful. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't being rude. <laughs> he was like, that's a lot of bright white. <laughs> and I was like, well, she's got a huge ass, bro. That's a lot of white fabric. But I did laugh because I, I don't know what episode it was, but you've gotten several comments about your butt. Well, because you pointed out. Several people are like, oh, oh when man. I got up out of my chair to grab the old salt coffee. Oh, yeah. I think that's what and it then, was. And then somebody was really sweet about it. Like, oh, thanks for showing us your cute little butt. Yeah, I'm like hyper aware. And there was a couple <laughs> creepy dudes that were like, damn, girl, you got a fat ass. Like, you know, very aggressive. P-H-A-T, they said. Yeah, fat right? ass. Yeah. Yes. Pretty, pretty hot and tempting. I don't even know if that's a thing. Like I was that totally just dated us, didn't it? Well, no, I was laughing because you know I, I'm, you know me, I'm always asking questions, and um, Victoria's girls are all freshmen, eighth grade, and seventh grade, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so what's the, what's the new terminology, blah blah blah? So they they taught me a few things. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, your drip is looking amazing. You got a nice drip. My. That sounds dirty. You got a drip. It's a that, cool or drip. Or like I have like an STD or something. It's a cool drip. <laughs> and uh, Rick, do you know what drip is? You got to. You got young kids. Yeah. Uh, so the drip is your outfit. Okay. Right. And then and then when like if somebody comes with an uh, an idea, you go say less. Yeah. Oh, we talked yeah, about we that talk one. About yeah, yeah. We talked um, about that one. Say less. But it was funny because Victoria was like. Oh my God, these kids. But a drip and, is your outfit. Yes. Okay. But, but Victoria was like, oh my God, these kids, they sound like, they sound ridiculous. And I'm like fat and dog. And I mean, all the things what was that dog, what's up dog. Oh, right. Gotcha. My dog. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the stupid stuff that rad. Right. I mean, all the dumb stuff right. that we said. Right. I, I think, uh, anyway, I don't know why I went <laughs> off on, on that, but, uh, your drip looks fantastic oh, thank you and you always My get white jeans. you always get a lot of compliments on your drip uh-huh. <laughs> and you look good um but i did want to um rick asked me he said uh, before we started recording he goes do you know what you want to talk about uh-huh. and i do 
You do. I do. You you guys, he won't tell me. Steve, like, I will ask him. I'll be like, what are we going to talk about today? And Rick, he refuses to, like, have a conversation with me about what we're going to talk about. No, and I tell you why. Because in the past, when we've had a conversation, you know, because we used to drive an hour to go do this thing. Mm-hmm. And then we'd, get, we'd be in the car. And then you would say, okay, what are we going to talk about? And then we would talk about it. And then you would stumble. You would stumble because you wanted to stay on the script that we talked about. Well, not and, a script because we never wrote anything but, out. But I, I just wanted to be able to so then, articulate my arguments. So then why stick to the script? My point is that I think that you're very witty. I think that you're very talented. I think that you add to the podcast story-wise or argument-wise or whatever. Yeah. And, and I think that, that you are strong enough. I just think it's more natural, but more real. But it feels real. like such an unfair advantage because you know the topics we're going to talk about. Always. And you're already so much better at this than I am. So I feel like it's totally an unfair advantage. I mean, you're more than welcome to bring up whatever you would like to bring up on this podcast because as you know, we don't hide anything. We don't, uh, you know, I'm an open book. Anything that you want to tackle, we're ha- I'm happy to get into. So okay. if you have something while we're talking... Well, now I should have thought of something. Well, that's my point. So I'll help you think of something. <laughs> we, 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 had a, we, had a, we actually had a really, really wonderful day today. Um, I mean, there was a little bit of driving involved, but yeah. all in all, I think it was um, a really good day. As, as Texans um, growing up in eighth grade for, for a Texan, the entire year is Texas history. Mm-hmm. Because Texas has so much history. At at one point, we were our very own country. Yeah. We actually won our independence. Um, I remember going to college and other people thinking that was weird. That like right. we spent a whole year studying the history of our own state. Of Texas. Yeah. Well, but but there's it's not like one of those things where oh my gosh, like really? No, there is a lot of history. Yeah. In Texas, from Texas being Mexico, you know, the, the, the theme park Six Flags over Texas is because at, at one point, Six Flags flew over the great state right. of Texas. That's why it's called this Six physical Flags. physical land. Yeah. This physical land. That's why yeah. it's called Six Flags. And so there's tons and tons of history. Of course, everybody knows about the Alamo. There's been several shitty movies yeah. made and produced about the Alamo. Um, but a lot of people don't know, um, that there's a little town called Goliad, Texas, where there were two missions, a fort. Um, it has the second oldest running Catholic church in the country, which is really cool, which is really freaking cool. Um, out in front of the courthouse in town square, there's an actual tree called the hanging tree Yeah, where they would actually hang people. And when I was a kid, we would go to Goliad and, and I just fell in love with Goliad. Yeah. So Renee and I would like to invest our time and our energy into Goliad. And, and we also feel like, you know, we live in New Braunfels and, and Green, Texas is, you know, considered the oldest honky tonk in Texas. Somebody came in, saw a vision for Green, and now Green is... I mean, you got to explain to people, Texans will know who green is, but people outside Texas won't know what green is. It's green. It's the German spelling, G-R-U-E-N-E. 
and it's part of our city, New Braunfels, where we live, but it's its own little historically town and wineries. Yes. And, you know, I, I would, I would venture to say that several hundred thousand people visit Green Hall and Green the area every day. Yeah. I mean, throughout the year, you know, but, but, but I mean, it's, there's a you beautiful know, old bed and breakfast, like the Green Mansion. Right. And then, you know, Fredericksburg, for example, is another town that, oh my God, it blew up. And I love Fredericksburg. But, and so then it's frustrating because, you, you know, you, you love Fredericksburg, you love Green, you go to Fredericksburg and try to buy property and it's insane. Yeah. Everybody has already caught on. Well, it's... in Fredericksburg, even the people in that community are like, because there's not a ton, ton of industry specifically in Fredericksburg, people are kind of being pushed out because they oh, can't live there anymore. Well, and almost... It's every, all like Airbnb. Right. Almost every house in Fredericksburg now is an Airbnb. Yeah. Right. And then you got, you know, Wimberley became the next place, right? Green and Fredericksburg kind of came up at the same time. Wimberley... Um, te- by the way, if you're planning on visiting Texas, these are all the places you're gonna. I was wanna, just thinking about that. Want to yeah. visit? If you're married, these are the places that. If that, you're married. If you're married, right? You know, the guy gets to sit outside. No, and, well, Wimberley, there's like water and swimming holes, and that's like family fun. Yeah, and great restaurants and little little bars and yeah. you know, um, tons of antique shopping and you know, uh, bullshit stores. I call them bullshit stores. <laughs> right? Hey, you like bullshit? Come on in. We got some bullshit. <laughs> Hey, you want to walk around and check out bullshit? We got some bullshit. Oh, fellas, you sit on that bench. The girls are going to go in there and look at some bullshit, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, Goliad for me is like, I feel like, you know, this is a, a, a beautiful historic town mm-hmm. with two missions, a beautiful courthouse, beautiful courthouse. I didn't realize there was water mm-hmm. there. There's yes. a lake there. There's a lake there. The San Antonio River runs through um, Goliad. The, the missions are still there. The fort is still there. You drive around this tiny town of... I think we went for a school field trip as kids. I, I'm Did almost you? I No, but I'm almost afraid to talk about it right now because there's a house we want <laughs> and, and somebody's going to be like, oh, let me look at real estate in, in Goliad. Goliad and steal our house. Um, but we just felt like... And it was a hunch, right? It was a, I think Goliad could be a really cool place. So today we decided to go down there and actually see the town, see the culture, see what's going on in in the town square. Chat with some people. And yeah, just kind of walk around and and chat with people. Well, first of all, you know, Texas, most friendly people. I was going to say, people are so happy to talk. If you just ask a question, you know, it opens up like a 45 minute conversation. Oh my God. We were getting all kinds of information, right? Yeah. People are like, oh, you know, so-and-so just had a stroke and she's probably going to sell her property. Her kids don't want it. They live up in Austin. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) oh, but, but so Rick, we, we walked around to the town square and to our surprise, there's already stuff there. Yeah. Right? Well, there's, of course. There's, there's, I mean, it's a beautiful little square. There's a couple of antique shops. There's um, a, a really cool diner that we sat in. And, mm-hmm. Or deli. Cafe. Deli. Cafe, Cafe deli, deli. That we sat in and had um, um, a meal. Mm-hmm. We were able to walk into several, several stores, um, storefronts yeah. there. Um, there's a really cool bar there. There's a brewery. 
Oh, there was a brewery? I didn't see I, it. I, I want to say, I, I think they said it's closed now because mm. of COVID. Oh, that they That they right. didn't make it. Right, right, right. But, you know, so we go out there, we check this place out, and we're like, wow, man, what a, what a really cool place. And now, I think Renee and I would like to start spending our time and our energy in this little town. And, and if anything, I, I would just love for the town to just get some eyeballs on it. Yeah. Right. And, and, and Texans that live near Goliad, you know, talk about a great opportunity. You know, of course, you're going to take your kid to San Antonio to see the Alamo. Mm -hmm. But here are these two missions, one of which still does Sunday mass. Yeah. Uh, that you could actually take your kids. There's a state park there and there's so much history. I mean, everywhere you turned, there was another plaque. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you, All the buildings. Each building's got like a plaque on it. And, and you, so many old homes. And well, that's what I was going to say. You drive around the town and there's these mansions. Like straight up, Rick, mansions. Yeah. And not just one. There, there's, there's probably, you know, and we didn't, it, because we had the babies, we didn't explore too much of the town. But, I mean, just me and you driving around in, in a matter of 10 minutes, we probably saw, what, three, four mansions? Yeah. Like full on, beautiful old plantation homes. homes with these huge. Probably what late eighteen hundreds. Yep, eighteen hundred homes, and it's just a, a a beautiful town, and and you know we love it, and, and we're we're hoping that you guys are hearing this, and you go, hey, not only are we going to visit Green, we're going to visit Fredericksburg, we're going to yeah. visit Wimberley, but hey, let's take a trip out to Goliad. Yeah. Or how many times have you been to Green? How many times you've been to Fredericksburg, right? Yeah. How many times you've been to Wimberley? Hey, change it up. You and know what it's missing? It, it doesn't have nightlife. No, there, there was a couple of bars. Well, and, and, and to be honest with you, I think um, I think the market for that are, are people our age. <laughs> Sorry, right? I'm hungry. I think yeah. people our age is kind of the market, right? So, you know, Rick, I, I to be honest with you, I would have loved to see maybe an ice cream shop for Garrett. An right. old-fashioned, like, ice Candy cream. Candy store, mm -hmm. you know, fountain kind of style, you know. Yeah. I would have loved to have been able to walk into a place and have a beer. Uh, but I didn't think about you know? that COVID. We didn't, we, we hadn't yeah. been to Goliath in a really long time. I wonder, pre-COVID, and, and I think what she, it was like, who's going to open up uh, a bar? Well, you got to look it up, too, because this Saturday, specifically, uh, I know Daddy Raymond and, and your mom are going to go back to Goliath because they have market days. Yeah. One, once so a month? Is that one, what it is? Once I think a month once, they do once a month the they, they, they close down all the town square and they have market days. And supposedly yeah. um, that is somewhat of a, of a big deal. But, and, and I'm, not, uh, I'm, I'm not knocking being older because we're all going to be older, but I, I think it attracts your parents' age. And I think that green... And Fredericksburg attracts people right. our age and up. Right? Well, there's so much rural land out there. I wonder if there's a farmer's market. We did not I don't know that. If, there, if, that's, if there's part of a, a, a farmer's market. But we, we woke up really early this morning. We packed the car. We hauled ass to Goliad, which is about two hours from New Braunfels. And we explored. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, I would like to go spend the day and spend the night. Yeah. You know, and, and, and see what the nightlife looks like. See if there 
is a place to go have a beer, go have a drink, you know. And then the, the town has done such a great job. Oh, with, we didn't like, even see if there's a grocery store now that you say that. Oh, there's a grocery store. I used to hunt I mean, there over has there. to be yeah. that. There's, there's a, a small like apple Mom market, like an apple market, like, okay. um, and I don't want to freaking talk about another market. It's a, I forget the name of them. Like a but, little a mom and pop grocery yeah, store. Yeah, it's like a little mom and pop, you know, grocery store for the little town. But, uh, and then speaking of um, Aztec Chevrolet, their other store, uh-huh. which is um, <clears throat> Aztec for hard. Uh, <laughs> Aztec for ha. I'm going to try again. Aztec physique. <laughs> Aztec for hard. 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 Facing the camera. Aztec hard. They have an Aztec for for. for okay, that sounds gross. You gotta stop. That sounds gross. So Aztec has Aztec Chevrolet and Beville, and then they have Aztec hard. Aztec Ford and Goliad. So I didn't know that. Um, yeah. Um, and then, as a matter of fact, you know, there's a famous dance hall out there as well. Roger, our friend Roger Crager is going to be playing there this weekend. I reached out to them, mm-hmm. and it looks like I'm going to get to perform. It's called Schrader Hall. And Schrader yes, with a D? Schrader Hall? Schrader Hall. And it is... It is the, uh, uh, Green Hall says that they're the first ever honky-tonk, uh-huh. and Schrader Hall says they're the second. Oh, oldest. really? Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're setting up a date to play out there because... Why have we not? I've never been to Schrader Hall. Have you ever been? You oh, know? I have. As, a, as you know, uh, in, in high school, we would go out there because back then it was all ages and we would go out there and watch a show, you know, but from what I understand, they've come in, they remodeled it, um, they fixed it up and it's now, you know, back. I mean, Randy's going to play it. Roger's playing oh, it this cool. weekend. Aaron Watson, all those guys are going to be playing it. So, so you want to go do a show? Yeah, we're already working on it. Oh, already, cool. Well, and it's kind of close to Victoria too and... and we had such a great show. In, oh, people in were asking when you were going to come back to Victoria because you've yeah. never done it. You did it once, like pre-COVID, and it was awesome. So um, the other thing I wanted to talk about to put you on the spot Uh-oh. is, um, oh, Uh-oh. by the way, speaking of Aztec Ford, uh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> and Aztec Chevrolet, um, please go visit our friends at Aztec Chevrolet, and if you're uh, if you're on a budget and you don't have that much money for a truck, um, hit up yeah, Aztec Ford. Around. Go ahead and hit them up. Um, but, oh, and then, oh, and then just to tie in Old Salt Coffee, uh-huh. Rick, I, I walked into a gun shop. There's a gun shop on the square in Goliad, of course. Of course there is. By the hanging tree, mm-hmm. you know, um, and he was actually selling coffee. A friend of his um, had coffee and it was... Old salt coffee. No way. That's the coffee that your dad bought. Oh, I didn't even realize it because yeah. his package was different than ours. I saw you bought coffee. Yeah. I was like, why dad buy coffee? Well, oh. I bought it for your dad. Gotcha. But yeah, pretty cool. So, um, oh, so to put you on the spot. As I have food in my mouth, yes. But and that's exactly what we're going to talk about because mm-hmm. we need to follow up. Okay. We said that you were going to get into shape. We said that you were going to have goals to go to Croatia. We said that you were going to get a personal trainer and that you were going to get that going. Okay. Just like we said that this room 
would be done. Just like we said that there would be curtains and that <laughs> there'd be a carpet and there'd be chairs. And then they just shot something so, out of my nose. So none of that. So just, so just to kind of catch up. It's on, hard, y'all. Well, uh, you just had a baby. You look great, though. And I want you to know that. And I want to say that publicly that you just had a baby four months ago. You look fabulous. I, I constantly try to molest you, as you know. Um, and, and, and I always I've told you today and I'll tell you tomorrow and I'll, I've told you before I'm more in love with you today than I was yesterday well you like me with a little more junk in my trunk so you do look great however what have the struggles been I mean but when you have a colicky baby too I mean well that's the thing is I'm wearing Delilah most of the time so I have tried to exercise with her before so I, I shouldn't use that as an excuse but um, it's just hard I'm tired. I'm tired and I have a baby that I'm carrying a lot of and she is fussy. And the truth is like you can't make her happy when she's fussy. And so it's like here, you know what I mean? Uh, Rick, do you notice something that somehow, it's <laughs> somehow <laughs> Renee not getting no. in shape is my fault. No, it's not. It's not. But we got stuck in Florida for three weeks for Snowvid. With your personal trainer that we were using. <laughs> but she was like, she was having a good time too. She was drinking and eating. Well, and, and vacation. Well, and we, and, you know, we were, we were lucky to find a There's, need, there's a no need. good reason really, except that I just like to eat food. Well, well, you know, well, and then, you know, we, we like the need. We still like a need. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, her living in Laredo, Texas, and you living here, that started to pose a, a problem. Yeah. But she did show you how to meal prep. And you meal prepped. Why couldn't you stick to it? Because it takes time, right, to make your food on Sunday and to grocery shop. And if I'm the only one who's going to be eating it, like... I, I, I would eat them. If they were there, I would warm them up They were. That's not true. I threw away a lot of meals. Well, you're supposed to be eating three or four of them a day. I, 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 I would grab one no, because I was hungry. Yes, I would. And I'm happy to. I'm ha I, you know me? I eat whatever's in the fridge. You know what I really liked? I really liked Hungry Root. But you and Garrett would not eat that food. Oh, shit. It, but it was great because you could make it in 15 minutes. Like all the ingredients were right there. You just made You're it in 15 minutes. You're not answering the done. question. What is the you question? You learned to meal prep. I did learn to a meal prep. A need gave you a calorie plan. Mm -hmm. Why have I not stuck to why it? Why have you not stuck to it? Now, I, I, will, I will say that I don't, so I'm, I'm just asking you. I don't. Yeah, it's hard to commit I, to it when you're look, the only one doing it. I think everybody will agree. We all know what to eat and what not to eat. If you're, if you're an adult, you know what to eat and what not yeah. to eat, right? You know that if you're getting the cheeseburger and french fries, that's right. probably a bad decision, right? I like On food. the menu, there's, there's soup, there's chicken breasts, there's even a steak, there's yeah. broccoli, right? So you, I have very little willpower when it comes to food. So you know, and, and like me, I, I'm, I'm a huge chips and queso guy. Yeah. If I go to a restaurant and there's chips and queso on the menu, I'm like, oh, I want that, right? Yeah. So we all know it's very hard, but you had made this challenge to yourself. Yeah. That, okay, I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to try to get in the best shape of my life. Where did the wheels fall off? It's the food. It's the food. Because they even say the food is like 80% of it, right? Oh, if, everybody says Even if you can't exercise, that. if you can stick Rick's to the food. Rick's laughing because you're not answering questions. 
She's not answering anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> we had a plan, Rick. We had a plan. We met with a, a, a personal trainer. She came over. She started to explain, you know, food and how much calories yeah. were in what. So you have all the answers. I do. It's one, it's hard to juggle it and fit it all in. Cause even when I want to get in the gym and exercise, some days it's really hard. I don't disagree. Um, unless I like make it a priority and it happens first thing in the morning, then it's probably not going to happen. Um, and then two with the food, I, j- I don't have willpower. Like I like food. I don't like saying no to the cookie. And if there's like a cinnamon roll in my kitchen, but the- I am not one of those people who they can be like, you know, they say, oh, don't deprive yourself. Just have like one bite. No, if I, no, I know I have to deprive myself. Dude, Rick, when we first started dating, <laughs> she, she was the most aggressive popcorn sharer ever. You know how like you go to the movie together, you're on a date, right? You get a tell you know, well, you want to just share? And we're like, okay, well, we'll just share, right? Dude, like I would get anxiety because of the aggression. You would tell me that, that she would popcorn game. Bro, she was like, like, I mean, like super fast. And I'd be there like I can't even because also when you're sharing a tub of popcorn, you don't want to hit hands. So I like I'm like, I'm like, you, you know, like, you know, like how when, when girls do double dutch and they're waiting to get in, that's how I felt. Like I was waiting to get in and Renee, dude, Renee would, and I would go, you know, well, not in the beginning, but now I'm like, Hey guy, take a breath, take, take a break. Can I get some popcorn? Like, but, but why? But which is funny because Delilah, our daughter, dude, the, the way she attacks a bottle. Dude, the way she attacks a bottle, dude, she's like this. They should. That's the best bottle ever. Like, and then because she has like acid reflux, we've got to pull her away from it halfway through and burp her. And then, and then of course, she loses her, her shit. She loses her shit. <laughs> Like she just started screaming, and then you give it back to her, and she's like, "No, yeah, no, that's it. That's, that's what I wanted." Like, it's, it's so aggressive, like you. But no, you're definitely somebody that like. And, and the funny part about you, you're like your dad. What? So remember when your dad? Who's the Who's the nice? And I, I'm I'm embarrassed that I don't remember her name because okay. she's so nice to us. The the woman at your mom's shop that always bakes for her, and she's an amazing baker. She always, oh, Miss Sharnitsky that makes those brownies. Oh, oh Shout out Ms. to Miss Sharnitsky. The best brownies. So sh- she knows that I love them. Yes. Because your mom has told her that I love them. She knows that everyone loves yes. them. I think she brings mom a platter of brownies now every time she comes to get her hair done. So, Rick, the in-laws are coming over again. And Raymond shows up. Daddy Raymond shows up. And then he goes, uh, hey, Miss Sharnitsky wanted you to have these. So we have a Tupperware of brownies and it's full. I never see anybody eat them, (laughs) but every day it's just dwindling. If nobody sees you eat it, then the calories don't count. That's the way it works. And and the funny part is me and Mary are like, have you had one? Mary's like, I I haven't had one. And then you just hear Raymond (laughs) like giggling in the corner. And then he goes, yeah, but I'm not the only one. Renee's eating them too. So these two secretly were smashing brownies. And, and I'm, the, I'm the type, Rick, that if there's a pint of ice cream in the freezer, uh-huh. mental no. Right? 
mental note, there's ice cream. I don't want it today, but I know it's there. <laughs> and I, I, I put a mental note in my head, okay, I might want ice cream. So, so does that mean I'm supposed to announce to you every time I have some ice cream? No. Hey, babe, mental note, just no. so you know, I had some ice That's cream. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that then I'll go to the freezer. I didn't see anybody eat it. I don't know when it got eaten, but it's not there. It's completely gone. So. I try not to keep that stuff in the house. So why do you eat it in secret? <laughs> I just told you, if no one sees you eat it, then the calories don't count. Um, so what do you think? Do you think that you want to get in better shape? Do you think that I you want I don't know. Why do you think you have extra pounds? Leave me alone. Look, I, I don't... We can talk about my extra pounds. I've, <laughs> I've, I've gone up and down in weight over the years. One of the big shockers for me weight-wise was Showtime. When I filmed that special... Um, Grandpa Joe's son. Yeah. I was uh, 270 pounds. And I was big. And, and really? I... Really? I thought you lost weight right before we got married. You filmed that special right before we got married. And, and I had lost weight. That's the scary part. Yeah. And I was still very, very heavy. Um, and I always say that, that for me, I always change. And I think people in general. I always change when there's consequences. Right? Right. When there's a consequence, if, if, if my drinking becomes a problem and you have a problem with it and I know that you have a problem with it or that you might leave, that makes me want to change. So you're threatening to leave me if I don't lose weight? No, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. And what I, the, the reason being is because, you know, I, I played softball, I played ball, didn't have a problem competing at that weight because yeah. I'm very athletic, as everybody knows. Um, I, I had a beautiful, beautiful girlfriend, right? So it wasn't keeping me from getting the ladies, wasn't keeping me from getting the ladies. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know if you remember it was, that was a big deal for me. And then I remember when dad got in the hospital and we're at MD Anderson uh -huh. and, and I, I hate that I don't remember her name cause she was the best nurse there. She was amazing. And I remember she came into the, I, I was, me and my sisters were going to spend three days each. Remember? Yes. Uh, yeah. Taking care of dad. So I had the first three days and uh, uh, the nurse comes in and she goes, can I take your blood pressure? And I go, yeah. I go, why? She goes, I just want to take your blood pressure. And I remember she took my blood pressure and I was, and, and I'm trying to remember almost, it was like, I was like 240 over like 160 like it, she goes you're going to have a stroke she's are you on blood pressure medication and i go no i'm not she goes you are going to have a stroke she goes you're going to have a stroke and you might even possibly die she's like your blood pressure is that high and i remember those two things are the things that I, I went okay i'm too young to have a stroke yeah right and i'm too young to be this overweight so you know, I got back in the gym, started working out again, started uh, really, and, 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 you know, those first two years, man, that you saw, I mean, the weight came off fast. Yeah. And then, you know, you get to a point where I'm at now where I've plateaued. I, I'm not, you know, I still go into the gym. I still lift weights. I still stay very, very active. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were just talking with Trey the other day. Trey said that when he walks Landa Park Golf Course. Mm-hmm. That he gets 1,200 steps 
Well, I average a day anywhere between 1,400 steps or 14,000, I'm sorry. 12,000 steps is mm-hmm. what walking Landa Park is. I, I, I average about 14,000 to sometimes 25,000 a day. More than a round of golf. More, way more than a round of golf. Like yeah. today, and I sat in the car most of the day, I'm at 7,000. Yeah. And I sat in the car. I mean, that's just, right? And the day's not over, right? I mean, it's right. still... Um, so I stay very active, but uh, again, it's, it's, I know it's the food. Yeah. You know, I know it's the food. I know it's dehydration. I know I don't drink enough water and it is hard and it is hard to, to overcome that even though I know, Yeah. you know, even though, and, and by the way, you know, if anybody ever is, is wondering, I am on blood pressure medication now Yeah. and I take it religiously, um, to make sure as a matter of fact, um, yesterday, just for whatever reason, I didn't take my pill and I go, I want to check my blood pressure. Right? Oh, I noticed it was out yeah, of the bed. I, I wondered I why out. you pulled it out. But it was good. It was great. And it, it made me really happy to see that even without the pill. Oh, I was worried. I, I saw I it had, out. I didn't want to ask. I thought maybe it's because it was high or you were feeling something. No, no, no. I just, on a, I was just like, ah, you know, oh, I, I didn't take it. Let me see where I'm at. Right. So yeah. I ended up having, um, really good blood pressure, but it is hard, man. And, and, you know, our producer, Rick, who has become a very good friend of ours, you know, me and him have had these conversations and, and we've seen Rick go on, you know, a crazy diet. Yeah. And then, you know, last year, year and a half ago, I remember seeing Rick going, dude, what happened? You're very skinny, right? You look great. He's like, I'm on this diet. I'm trying to keep it up. You know, and then it's just hard, man. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever been successful at a diet. And, you know, it's like the measuring of the food, too. I just find that so obnoxious and tedious to, like, measure your food. I I mean, I think... But they say they sell, like, these little color-coded containers, and that makes it easier. I mean, I think that would help me, is if, if I had somebody that goes, here's your breakfast, here's your lunch, or here's your snack... Here's your lunch. I would do it if but, you would eat it. I had the pre-made meals in the thing. But at the same time, I think what else contributes to me and, and somewhat you, yeah. my schedule's insane. Yeah. You know, and I think Rick is the same way as I am where our schedules are crazy. I mean, tomorrow morning, I'm waking up at five o'clock in the morning right. to drive to Austin to then fly to San Francisco to then drive to Pleasanton to then perform at night, the yeah. Friday night, two shows. I'm not going to get back into bed because I'm all amped up until three o'clock in the morning. Right. Then I'm upset. You know what I mean? So, and then all of a sudden, you know me, first flight back Sunday morning. Right. I'll be flying back. Here. Well, and they say Saturday, sleep, Monday morning. sleep affects weight too. Like, right. They say you ideal know. if you want to lose weight to go to bed at a certain hour and then wake up at a certain hour. Something about our and and and, and, and for me too, it's like, I, I hate cardio. I love lifting weights. I like bench press. I like... I like the weights, uh, you know, yeah. you know, playing ball and, and I just, I enjoy it. I enjoy getting in there, lifting weights, you know, being sore. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, even when we tried, I think the best shape that me and you both were in is we completed, um, insanity, insanity. but even then we didn't do the diet, but we, we didn't, didn't do the insanity, diet, but we were like, screw the diet and the shape. I was really proud of us. I mean, yeah. even we, we ended up going to Colorado that Thanksgiving um, to see Abel and Gloria in Pagosa Springs. And we did it while we were traveling. And even there we stayed disciplined because we were, we were had it in our head that yeah. we were going to complete insanity. And that was probably the best shape that we were ever in. Yeah. Uh, but again, we weren't skinny, skinny. 
because we didn't follow the diet. Yeah. You know, so the journey's been tough. And and we wanted to let you know that we didn't forget that we talked about that in Croatia. That we talked about that. (laughs) I mean, never going to Croatia. (laughs) We're learning that Renee's never going to Croatia. Uh, We're never going to see those abs. (laughs) Unless they're like spray tanned on. But we're not giving up. I, I think we're... No, I... Yeah, I still... I still want to... I say that and I'm like, I don't know. Do I really, though? I don't I, I, but know. But I also think we need the right person, right? We need that person that that is going to hold us accountable. Because you, you, you know what? I need you know someone what? to come knock on the door and say, it's okay They're, It's okay to put the baby down. Someone else can take care of the baby for a minute. Well, and no, you look, can come I, outside for an hour. Uh, or strap the baby on and let's go. Like, well, I think we should take it very seriously. And I think that... you know, And then... The problem for me is like, you know, I was doing the mixed martial arts, what I love, which I loved. Yeah, and I still yeah, love. yeah, you were. <clears throat> I haven't been able to because we started to film a special. Things got freaking yeah. crazy. There's, there literally is no time yeah. to leave the house. So I need to work out at the house. So I've been working out at the house other than, okay, I'm going to drive right. the 20 minutes to get to the gym, work out for an hour for the class, the 20 minutes to get back. Right. All of a sudden I'm out. I don't know. For me too, I also feel like between the baby, my husband and the kiddos and the house and all the work stuff we have going on, I feel like I don't even have social time with with girlfriends. Yeah, no, we haven't even You know what I mean? And so I feel like, okay, what is, I want social time. I still want to have friends who I haven't seen, you know? You know, and, and, and that's, what's crazy. What people don't understand is, is number one, we truly are working harder than we've ever worked before. Um, because of COVID, right? Yeah. The things that happened <clears throat> over COVID, we have literally been working. You know, I am not only touring, we're doing the podcast, we're working on socials, we're trying to film specials, we're dealing with managers, dealing with agents. Yeah, it's crazy <clears throat> when you, you know, like stop and think about it. Like over the period of COVID, you filmed two specials. Like that's yes. nuts. I mean, we usually have a lot more time between specials. Well, and you know what, I'm, and I'm, and it's funny that you brought that up because, you know, it, it cracks me up when I get these messages, you know, and the one that there's two things that people say that bother me, and, and one of those is must be nice, must be nice, you know, when when somebody goes, oh Steve, you have a a boat, must be nice, you know, yeah. oh Steve, look at your house, must be nice, and it's like. What you don't understand as somebody who is Mm self-employed is there is no clocking out. I have not been on that boat and I can't tell you how long, right? Yeah. My house, I don't get to enjoy it because I'm on the road working. I am busting my butt every single day. Now, take somebody like my dad, okay? Yeah. I remember my dad telling me, he said, you know, several times I got offered to have my own business in the refinery business. And I turned them down. And I remember going, dude, we could have been rich. Cause of course, all those guys that have their own companies that staff um, refineries, they got, I mean, they're, they they're always well. loaded, yeah. right? <clears throat> and my dad goes, yes, he goes, but I didn't want it. He goes, I wanted to clock in and I wanted to clock out. Yeah, I wanted to know how much money I was making every single week. I wanted to coach Little League. I wanted my weekends off. I did not want the headache of owning a business. So he knew that. 
Right. Right. And, and a lot of people don't realize that people who are self-employed, people who work for themselves, there is no clocking out. Right. right? There is no, there is no, you know, schedule. There is no set income. I have no idea how much money I'm making this weekend. Zero idea. I can make a lot because it's sold out. Or I can make none. I don't know. And even when it is sold out, all the clubs are different capacities, right? If I don't work a weekend, I don't know how much money I'm going to make, right? So even making a budget for us it is very hard, mm -hmm. right? So ne the next time, you know, you think to yourself, oh, must be nice. You know, look at the blessings that you have, right? Because I look at people and go, must be nice to be able to clock out. Oh, when I see those like, messages, I think of like the years you slept in your car and the years you pulled out your own teeth because you couldn't afford to go to the dentist. and The years we lived in an apartment the size of this room. And had no health insurance. And, the years yeah. that I was driving a 1978 Chevy Blazer that I could mechanic on myself because... With we, no air conditioning. Yeah, because like, me and you could not afford two cars. Yeah. A, we couldn't even afford a car payment. I just... You know? And, and banking on the fact <sighs> that we believed in we believed in each other and we thought we were going to make it work somehow you know and we did you know or or and so then i said two things the other thing that drives me crazy is well you have money you know like well you have money well you know the fact that people think because we have money now that our life is easier it's not you know, yeah. it, it, it is, don't get me wrong. Ooh, even talking about this makes me a little uncomfortable. It, it feels the worst. It feels horrible. And then you hear people send a message going, oh, Steve and Renee just got a big head. And it's like, no, dude, we work our asses off every day just to be able to do what we love for a living. Yeah. You know, so you know, it drives me crazy when people say, must be nice. Or, well, they have money. We were... All of our friends, yours included, and you're a lot younger than me, were buying houses. We weren't, we were living in a, a tiny one bedroom yeah. apartment with zero money. Yeah. Feeling like we were failing at life. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, that at, at one point, one of the biggest fights we ever had was Renee saying, you need to get a job. Like, I think you got to go put in a job application at the local, at the grocery store on the corner and we got to figure this out. We got in a huge fight because I go, no, I am going to be a stand-up comedian. And Renee goes, yeah, but it's not working. We're not paying the bills. Go get a job. And we got in a huge fight over it and ultimately decided that we were going to go for it. Yeah. And that we were going to do it and we did. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of sacrifice that has been had and, and you never know people's journey. You never know what somebody's been through. You yeah. never know how hard they worked or, or the sacrifices yeah. that were made to get somebody to get to that must be nice. Yeah. You know, so that drives me absolutely insane. Now, the last thing that I would like to talk about. Yeah. Renee has um, uh -oh. guilted just, me into a vacation. With the help of some very good friends. They they coaxed and pushed. They were like double teaming on you to get you to book that vacation. It, it is. Um, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. We're going to go do it. Um, 
I'm, I'm like holding my breath. I asked, I asked you if you bought the trip insurance because I'm waiting for something to happen and you'll have to cancel. No, but, and, and we decided no kids and it's not a long, it's not a long vacation. We're not, we're not going for a week. I mean, we're going for a, a few days, right? I was surprised. Three you days. Booked, was, I know. Was, I was going to say, I was surprised you booked it as long as you did. I, look, I, I want to make you happy. I live my life to make you happy. I say it on stage. I say it here. I live my life to make you happy. Now, the hard part, the hard part is, is making sure that you feel happy when we're there, right? I'm really working on not having a bad attitude about it. I'm really working on not being grumpy, beard. Not, not being grumpy about it. I'm, I'm really, and cause I, I do want you to be happy. And, and our friends already joke that they're going to take a horse tranquilizer and <laughs> they'll have plenty of gummy bears for you. Like whatever we're going to need, need to do it. It'll be like weekend at Bernie's. We'll just drag you around everywhere. I, I just, I don't, I don't enjoy it. I, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'll do it for you. I enjoy being with you. Yeah. I enjoy watching you be happy. I enjoy the company of our friend Jen and Jeremy. Yeah. I enjoy their company, but I enjoy their company here at the house. I enjoy their company anywhere we go. I'd rather be in Vegas where there's activities, there's things to do. So it's not about the taking the vacation. It is about where we're taking the vacation. Because yeah. I thought it was just about taking the vacation in general, but you literally just said like, if we were going to Vegas, I'd be happier about it. Yes. I don't know what I'm going to do on a beach for my whole day. What am I supposed to do? You'll find a casino, baby. I know. There, there's, there's no casino. casino close there's by, no casino. The only gambling is leaving the resort. That's the only gambling that, that can be made. So I'm not leaving the resort. But, you know, I, I am not. And, and I'm not a day drinker. I'm trying to think if that's correct. I guess you're kind of right. I'm not a day drinker. I know there's kinda guys, right. there's yeah. guys and girls that love to drink during the day. Yeah. I'm not a day drinker because I drink whiskey and I don't want a whiskey at the pool. It just yeah. doesn't, you know, and then you see me try. Sometimes I'm like, oh, well, a Bloody Mary. Yeah, maybe or... it needs to be a Bloody Mary or maybe a, a, a margarita or, you know, and then yeah. I'm just like, eh. Yeah. So what am I supposed to do? I'm asking. You don't day drink in Vegas either? Nope. I guess not. Now that you say that. Nope. Oh, well, no, I've already heard you guys talking back and forth. You're like planning activities. Well, there's only one. So you don't go crazy. There's one activity. The last full day we're there. We're going to take a boat ride, which is more fucking sitting down and doing nothing. Wait, you like. We're not even going to fish. But you like boats. We're not even going to fish. I like to they fish. They throw some poles on the boat. No. Well, they say we can, we can snorkel. So we'll see. What that's like. Okay. But for everybody watching, for everybody listening, I'm going to do my very best to be positive, <laughs> to be happy, <laughs> to enjoy my day with my wife, days with my wife. Days. That sounded very painful the at, way you said a, that. At a Steve. swimming Thank pool. I appreciate a, it. Thank you. At a beach. Um, I'm excited about, I guess we scheduled a romantic dinner. Mm-hmm. For the four of us. Yes, they're gonna set up a private dinner for us. So uh, I am. I, I mean, that'll be nice. I heard it's very good. And yeah. The foods. You know me. I'm a foodie. I like food. Yes. So. And you like seafood. You like crab. You can eat lots of crab while we're there. I'm steak sure. Steak and crab. There you go. 
We'll just keep, keep you so, well fed and tranquilized. I'm trying to ask you a question. Oh, what was the question? I missed it. What are we supposed to do? Uh-huh. What's the plan? Why we were at this beach vacation? What do you mean? What's the plan? It's a vacation. You sit on the beach. There's not supposed to be a plan. You're on vacation. That's the point. Rick, can you sit on a beach for eight hours? <laughs> really? <laughs> Thank you, Rick. We're I... going to sleep in. There's not going to be a screaming, crying baby to wake us up. When or a have little you... boy saying, make me eggs. When have you known me to ever sleep in? On the road. No, I don't sleep in on the road. Yeah, you do. You not... wake up and you're like, oh, I woke up out of habit. You do not get out of bed and you go back to sleep. And I then try. I'll call you and you'll be like, oh, shoot, it's 11 or oh, it's 12. I, I went back to sleep. I try. You do. You, you get to do that. Oh, my God, dude. How did this turn into you get? That's Oh, make it three things. Three things <laughs> that I hate to hear. You get to do that. Because you just basically said you're going on vacation just to make me happy. I am. So you get okay, to well, sleep in on the road. Why else am that. I going on this vacation? You're just going on this vacation to make me happy. Yes. But and we, I'm happy to do but it. But we also had a discussion... When I was pregnant, I feel like when I was pregnant, I remember you and I had a discussion. No, no, about here's what's how, really okay, okay. Go ahead. Uh, you and I'll I had you a dis- you and I had a discussion about how we know that us spending time together, just the two of us, is important. And even though you don't like to carve out the time to go on vacation, you realize why it's important and that you would do it. And at that time, when we had that conversation, you told me the hard part is you and I enjoy doing different things, but we both agreed that we like to drink wine. And so you were like, okay, plan a vacation for like four months after Delilah's born and I will do that. He's like, let's put it on the calendar so we both know it's on the calendar. Do you remember that? First of all, Rick. No, answer my question. Where's the button? Answer my question. I don't remember remember that. that? I don't remember that. I remember coming to you. It was like a come to Jesus conversation and we were like, okay, we understand why that's important for our marriage. I remember coming to you and going, when can I book Vegas? And you were like, oh, it's got to be like six months. I cannot leave. I I cannot leave my children, my new baby until at least six months. And then all of a sudden, Jen and Jeremy are like, hey, you guys want to go on a beach vacation? And you're like, ah, yeah, let me book it. I said about four months. I said about four months. You're so full of shit. I read one comment where they were like, oh my God, I want to see these arguments when they're not on camera and and i wish you guys could i wish you guys see the bullshit yours and on the negativity and goliath i'm not even gonna bring it up i'm not even gonna bring it up even though i brought it up um (laughs) um, i'm really glad that we did this episode today yes um we're running out of time oh no we but we got to talk about the um lls the man and woman of the year yes we have a we have several good friends that are involved with with lls yes and the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Yes. And, you know, one of them is in the business and Cindy has always been there for me and has always uh, rooted for me. You know, early on, you know, she had the opportunity because she's friends with um, um, Gretchen and Slade mm-hmm. from uh, Real Housewives of Orange County. Slade was doing a comedy show and they needed comedians to help him. And she picked me and Tom Segura. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, so me yeah, and, yeah. Me and Tom Segura 
helped um, Slade with his stand-up comedy at the um, Irvine Improv, uh, which, by the way, if you want to go look for that episode, uh, I'm on an episode of Real Housewives oh, of Orange County. I wouldn't even know what. I don't even know where to look. Yeah. But um, Cindy has always been there for us and, and something that is very near and dear to her heart. And Evelyn. Yeah. Uh, Evelyn and Chris. Um, it's very near and dear to the heart. It's the LLS. Yes. Um, Lymphoma Society. Yeah. Right? And she reached out and she said, Steve, can you help us get raise some money? And because we love her and because we think that, you know, we do get involved so much with the veterans that it is nice to sometimes try to help other great organizations. Right. And, well, and, and this year we're um, fundraising on behalf. There's um we're like honorary. We're an honorary team. There's actually a m- boy and girl of the year who we're fundraising in their honor. And I just I thought about we talk about Delilah and you know how hard it is having a baby with colic. Yeah. And I just think here you know we have a healthy baby. Oh my God. I can't and, imagine. And the older I get, the, and and now that I have kids, like you know these fucking Sarah McLaughlin. Like if I hear her voice, I'm like. What are you doing to me? You know, or, or the St. Jude's Children's Hospital, when they show these kids, like it just, it really touches me. But you these know. kids who are so, so brave and their parents have to go through that. And so the society really so, does make them. A- for those of you that care, you know, and remember, man, remember, you know, it's as easy as, you know, make putting a post on Facebook, liking, sharing. But even if you give a dollar, one dollar. Well, there's two things you know. people can do. They can, if you, we have a fundraising team. And so if people, you know, have a family member that's been affected by this or they're really passionate about it too, they can join our team and they can fundraise money as well over the next couple of weeks. It runs for 10 weeks. So I think we're, so how, we're fundraising till June 13th. What's the website? Um, we have a website and there's a link to it on your Instagram bio and there's a link to it in my Instagram bio too. If people want to join our team, they can. And even like you said, if they just want to make a donation, any amount makes a difference. They can go and they can donate on our page too. Yeah. So anybody that's been through this and survived, congratulations. We love you. Anybody that's been through this and has lost uh, a loved one, um, Please understand that we do care. Renee and I do care, and, and we hope that we hope that this makes a little bit of a difference. So, oh, and I just want to say a big thank you to, um, we do have some people who have already joined our teams to fundraise money as well. Karen Bauckham and Dorothy, I'm so sorry I'm going to screw up your last name. It's Dorothy Schreppler. I totally screwed that up. I'm sorry. Courtney Bauckham joined us? Karen Bauckham, her mama. Oh, her mom. Yeah. Yeah, her mom's great. She made she made that bear for Garrett yes. that, that we just cherished. So thank you, Miss Bauckham. And what a wonderful family they are. So thank you so much. And join us. Help us. Um, let's spend the next couple of weeks. You know, we haven't forgot about you veterans, of course. But let's, be, let's spend the next couple of weeks raising money and focusing on the lymphoma. The Leuke- Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the LLS. So this is Stephen Renee. Another episode of Steve and the Captain Evil Podcast. Thank you guys so, so very much. And we love you. And we'll see you soon. <laughs>